Prepare to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spleichel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here is the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of the Academy of Internet Marketing, and the host with the most, Andy Spleichel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. And today I'm being joined by a special guest. He works as a brand journalist offering services to both e-commerce as well as professional service businesses creating content for both online and offline use. A big welcome to Dom Simkovich. Hello, Don. How are you? Hi, Andy. Doing well. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. You know, before we get into today's topic, which is the importance of adding unique, fresh content to your website, let's give the audience a look behind the curtain on who they're going to be hearing from. What, uh, what's a fun or interesting fact that most people might not know about you? Well, I did a relay across the United States running it, I would say about 40 pounds ago, it was actually in 1995, so a while ago, I uh, did it with several friends, and we were raising money for a nonprofit we were all working for, but we ran from Boston to Pasadena, and uh, each did about, uh, I did about 110 miles a week for five weeks, and after that, ran a marathon in Phoenix at uh, almost broke the two hour, 50 minute mark. Didn't quite do that, but uh, it was a lot of fun and just got to see the United States in a, a whole different way than I'd seen it before. I could imagine. I don't think there's many people who have seen it like that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, we, we had, it was the days before cell phones. And if you think about what communication is like today, so we would, you know, each of us, we had this idea of how we were going to uh, run, you know, we would do maybe seven to eight miles at a time. And then we had a motorcycle and then the one couple had a, a Toyota, uh, at, I can't remember what Corolla maybe at the time and, and to, to shuttle. And then we had a big, uh, like camper that we were all going to sleep in. And so things went, we had to make adjustments really quickly because running out of, in Boston through the traffic and, uh, along some of the, you know, highways, to get into Western Massachusetts, it was like, oh, we had to make adjustments. And we had to learn how to find each other because we couldn't call a cell, which is hard to believe. Hmm. And so we used pay phones and, uh, you know, we would wait and wait and just had to be patient. And so it was a great, really, there were seven of us uh, wound up with other people along the way for certain segments. So great, uh, great way to do team building. Now, did you divvy that up by uh, length or by time? So like yep. the, <laughs> the slow person have to run twice as long. Yeah, no, that's funny. We, um, <laughs> we, we're going to do it like by length, but by day two or day three, we already had people who had like one guy had pulled a muscle. <laughs> so he went up like for a couple of days, he just did like two miles. And like I said, we made adjustments and uh, you know, 
we we thought we had it down pat before we started and i suppose it's probably a good analogy for the business world <laughs> you, know, you get a <laughs> plan on paper and this is what's going to happen and all of a sudden it's like oops you know this uh you run into a pandemic or something you got to make adjustments so sure um but it was a lot of fun it actually it was one of the first and only times that i had uh rode a motorcycle and i hadn't read um hadn't ridden one before that, and I really haven't ridden one since. I can't remember what kind it was, but I got pretty comfortable on it, and uh, it was it was a little nerve-wracking in some areas, so it was just as we shuttled, but uh, but it was a lot of fun. We did it in, started late September, and into, or actually like the third week of September, and so finished in mid-October, which just a great time of the year. Wow, well, um, <laughs> I'm sure you must have been tired after that. You know, uh, yeah, actually, that wasn't really the issue. Um, I mean, it felt pretty good when you get back. I mean, once you, you get, you know, I was in, I was in good shape then, and you know, I just kind of got in better shape. And you know, we had all day to do it for you know five weeks. We weren't really in under any time pressure, mm. so that that helped. But um, yeah, then you know, just you kind of, I, I was just glad I got through it injury free. Yeah. <laughs> well, today you're now working as a brand journalist. How did you, how did you get started as, as a brand journalist? Yeah, it was right after college. I studied uh, English writing and speech communications at the University of Pittsburgh and got a job. My first job was in radio news in Central PA State College, to be exact, where Penn State is, uh, which was a great little station to start out in. And because we took news very seriously. So I was uh, the afternoon on the afternoon uh, shift there for I was there for a year, and then came out here to work in a small magazine for a nonprofit organization, and then spent 20 years doing a really kind of an unusual human interest uh, radio spot series, and then went into public relations for a nonprofit. My wife and I um, have adopted our kids out of the foster care system. And at that time, I went to uh, went on staff with uh, a nonprofit that was a community-based one, and we helped recruit other people. I did a lot of PR work with um, local media uh, as well, and and uh, so I had that journalist hat on for a long time. But then through that, uh, in the nonprofit world, I also worked with the fundraising teams. So you started to put on the marketing, you know, hat. And then mm -hmm. by early 2003, um, I was working with small businesses, advising them and, uh, you know, really wanting to help them grow. Had gotten a master's in communication management from USC, from the Annenberg School of Communication. And so what I do now is I call it a brand journalist. It really is, you know, asking my clients questions like, as though I'm a journalist. You know, you're combining both the investigative or kind of fact-finding that a journalist does with the brand building that a marketer does. And so mm -hmm. it's combining those two. And um, and really it's, you're, you're really looking, I think what it helps to do is really look at the audience. You know, what is it that they need to know? What do they wanna know? And that's the journalist side. And, but you're, you're bringing in, what do they need to know? What's their problem? And the brand is the solution. And so, you're, you know, I bring both of those together. Hmm, okay. And it is the brand journalist, is that a um, 
saturated field or is that is there is there many brand journalists out there or is it a more of a unique position you know i started thinking of myself that way a few years ago in terms of the work that i did and then i started seeing it pop up online and you know i think what you have today you know just not too long ago it was called advertorials and okay. you know i believe that um and, and what i've read is you know you have a lot of companies or brands that uh they're publishing right information they're publishing content that they want that to be solutions oriented and so rather than just having a bunch of salespeople, it's almost like today's brand journalists uh you know i'd imagine all big brands employ them um and i think smaller brands could you know benefit from from that as well is that if you look at yourself as a publisher with your blog or you know you've got a podcast uh then you know, you're, you're combining that you're really speaking to the audience, you know, to their need. And so, you know, it's, it's a term that maybe isn't really widely known. I think a lot of, especially small business owners or, you know, professionals think of someone who's a copywriter. And I really don't consider myself, although I can be a copywriter, to me, that's much more advertising. Uh -huh. So whereas a brand journalist is saying, hey, let's, you know, we put together, I'll put together articles or make, I'll make a client's blog post kind of read like, you know, a human interest story that you might find, you know, in a magazine or newspaper. Okay. And what, what are some of the projects that you typically work on for, for your clients? Um, you know, often I'm helping them with their blog posts and writing uh, you know, what I call, say, best of category blog post, where, you know, you want to cover something at 1,000 to 1,500 words that really answers key questions. And so, you know, in doing that, I'll kind of hunt around the internet, um, you know, to find out the questions that they have. Um, and then in the past, some, you know, projects that I've worked on that have been kind of fun when I was in the nonprofit world with uh, this adoption foster family agency, we worked with, I worked with ABC News, a reporter and producer, uh, you know, to help them put together a, a segment. Years ago, it was Peter Jennings, people might remember, who oh, was wow. yeah. on ABC News. And so it went in a segment that he was hosting called Solutions. And that was a lot of fun. And that actually became our organization's video for a couple of years saved us a lot of money because we sure we got it for free, you know, after on ABC News and with, with uh, a legend, yeah, yeah. And but to show how diverse that you know I've been in industries, uh, you know, a financial planner who actually specialized in foreign exchange trading with clients. I got him mentioned on Channel Nine, uh, you know, some years ago, and um, and then I helped a woman. She was le she was an executive in the fashion industry and a buyer, and she was launching a brand, a handcrafted furniture line. And so I helped her do kind of a whole study into that and, uh, you know, comparing to, you know, what her brand might be and messaging compared to, you know, what else was existing. Um, and then Ghost wrote a book for a, a dental specialist, a prosthodontist dealing mm -hmm. with oral cancer patients. So I've worked, you know, in a variety of industries and they all, I'd say a lot of it really comes down to the principles. In fact, one of my clients today is a, is a roofing company. Uh, so you can see just the diverse group of, of people that I've worked with. But it really comes down to, you know, what's the benefit? And you're always asking this question, you know, 
what's the need of my audience? What's the need of the customer? And, you know, how do I meet that need? How do I improve their lives? How do I make their lives better? How do I save them time and money? And I remember when I started off in news radio, my first news director, he just said, you know what? It's all about saving money or spending money. Everything revolves around money. He said, all the news does. And it a lot, there's a lot of truth to that. And so I think today, you know, how do we, how do we save money? How do we make more money in our business? How do we save time? Uh, you know, what are, how do we get more done? And so it's really looking into that, taking those principles, um, how do we make our lives better that allows me to work with a really diverse group of clients? Well, everybody for sure cares about the bottom line. That's, uh... Now, a question I might have. So the majority of listeners to this podcast, they run e-commerce businesses. So where would you see a service such as yours being beneficial for an e-commerce company? You know, it could be everything from product descriptions on a site uh, mm -hmm. to providing specific knowledge pages. Um, you know, let's say that someone doesn't necessarily want to do a blog post, but, um, you know, what is Google reward really? And they don't make it, you know, they don't make a, a distinction between e-commerce sites and any other sites. This really goes across the board for all websites and they reward sites that have, you know, relevant useful content for the reader coming across it or that audience. And so, you know, in e-commerce, you know, what do your products do? You know, why should someone buy it now? So it's going to combine, I think, some discovery, you know, the kind of that journalistic with copywriting, um, you know, in the nice, you know, enticing headlines, subheads. And then, you know, it could be a story, it could be maybe three sentences or something on a, you know, product description. Mm -hmm. But then also, you know, what's going to lead someone to maybe put in their email for follow-up and, you know, to build that email campaign to maintain or build a relationship. And, you know, I can do that as well. So there are, you know, a number of ways, um, specific, like I said, specific knowledge pages or a blog post, um, you know, could be beneficial. And but let's say you had, you know, three or four pages that were maybe, on, on different topics and they were more say static, but you know, a few, uh, you know, a thousand words each, uh, you know, could really help get the site a boost and then, you know, leading to some of the uh, product pages um, and having some, you know, valuable links to credible third party sources can make that a really relevant site. Sure. And now, you know, you know, typically SEO, search engine optimization, Fresh content has, has always been, for long, been the cornerstone of running an effective SEO campaign or getting your pages ranked higher organically. Have you seen that to be true in your experience of writing content for, for different companies? Um, I have, and I think one area where it really pays off well is with companies, and this certainly applies to e-commerce companies, uh, you know, who have specialties, you know, whether you're a professional health provider, like I wrote blog posts for uh, over a year for a chiropractor whose specialty was um, upper cervical chiropractic. And so he was dealing a lot with the first two vertebrae and there was so much that went into that. So what I did, he was, his uh, practice is in downtown LA in Koreatown actually. Um, so I, I wrote, you know, a lot of posts, uh, that were very, say, localized, uh, speaking to people who might either be executives working in high-rises around him or 
you know, the weekend warriors who were in the, you know, Metro, LA Metro softball leagues or soccer leagues, you know, it, uh, and so also then bringing in like stores where you could buy, you know, great produce and foods that say reduced inflammation. So I kind of went through the life of a customer or his kind of client mm -hmm. and, you know, who they were, you know, where did they work? Uh, where did they go shopping? And so I brought that in and, you know, over the course of uh, over a year, I began to see his rankings rise. And also uh, the Google search console was really helpful in terms of, uh, you know, seeing the use of phrases like chiropractors near me, uh, you know, chiropractors, uh, Wilshire Boulevard, chiropractors, um, you know, pregnancies, uh, you know, and just these, these different hits. So it was, it was gratifying to see. I think it's a great thing about the internet that kind of like, you know, the short-term bumps are the stats can be really fun to look for. Um, and, you know, it can be a little perplexing, as you know, uh, but, but I have seen it, you know, the SEO work. Uh, and I think, again, for small companies, especially that don't have big budgets, you know, if you can focus it on, you know, something specific, kind of a niche that you have, a specialty, mm -hmm. or, you know, you have some real special products, uh, that, that helps a lot. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. And you also mentioned the Google Search Console, which very useful when you're trying to get better organic rankings. Now, what would you say if somebody out there who's, who's thinking this sounds great, but, you know, why wouldn't I just try to write my own content or hire somebody off Fiverr who, you know, says they'll do it for five bucks instead of looking at it and finding a professional writer like yourself? Because uh, I have a really good sense of humor. I can tell. <laughs> no, that goes beyond that, I know. Um, you know, the big picture answer is, you know, if you think about it, online competition is stronger than ever. And la latest statistics I've heard, there's one website for every seven people on earth. I know. Wow. I uh, yeah. So, you know, you're looking at about a billion websites and you think of all the blog posts. So there's, number one, there's a lot to cut through. And, you know, that really takes deliberate messaging and, you know, to make your site that's absolutely relevant. So, you know, really gone are the days of taking two or three or four keywords or, or keyword phrases and, you know, writing a blog post of four or 500 words and just repeating it over and over again. So you the stuff, you know, that post, and that's been, that's really been gone for a while. And, you know, the other is that some companies will do is, you know, try and appeal to people geographically. It's like, you know, best, uh, you know, best sandwiches in Pasadena or best sandwiches in Albuquerque or, you know, whatever that might be. And just repeating and repeating the name of the cities, but it's, so it's a lot more than that. And so the planning aspect, if um, what I can offer and, and what I really enjoy taking people through is really a strategic planning component at the beginning. And that doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be, you know, tedious in any way, but it can really open up your eyes to say, what is it that you're saying? You know, why? And I, I really like to have people tackle their why and then merging that with what the customer need is. So why are you in business? What's the need of your customer? And then in that, you know, what a writer, one of the reasons you'd hire a writer is because, I mean, anybody can write, you know, we do it all the time, right? Whether it's rants on Twitter, Facebook, or, you know, emails to people. Um, but a, a writer, professional writer should be able to say, I'm going to take your ideas, I'm going to make them very readable, I'm going to make them fun and engaging. And then there's a structure 
So using, say, turns of phrases, and then you also follow a structure from the beginning with the title and a subtitle, uh, you know, to catch that audience attention and then to engage them from your point one, point two, point three, and then lead them to a conclusion where they want to download a free report, they want to try something, they want to get a free, you know, product, uh, whatever that might be. And, and you know, it takes, takes something that's a, a little bit deliberate with that. What I can do if somebody does want to write, uh, and they can do it consistently, I mean, I can help give them like a formula to follow or, or a format, which I think is very important, and plus an editorial calendar. So one of the things I'd like to do is to help people plan out, you know, what are you going to say for the next six months or maybe next, you know, year? Um, you know, what are some things we want to highlight so that, you know, we can have, we can educate the customer along the way. So that's you know, in the big picture. That's what it comes down to. Um, and I think like anything, you know, you can have fun with it. You can be, a, you can adapt. And if you hire me and somebody still wants to write, you know, maybe a two or 300 words, just kind of crazy fun blog, depending on their personality and depending on the brand of their company, they can do that. And, you know, have me write something that's, uh, you know, maybe a deliberate thousand word to 1500, 2000 word post that, you know, is very specific uh, to a series of products or, uh, you know, something that you want your customer to follow. So it's that, it's structuring it in a way that you get people to, to, to follow. Uh, really quickly, and I just did an example of that. Um, I was just doing some content for an online insurance agency. Okay. And they're you know, open 24 hours, seven days okay. a week, uh, run by one guy. So, I, you know, he must have, <laughs> whether <laughs> chat people to help him or what. But, you know, just real something, something real simple. He works with contractors and uh, auto mechanics and landlords. Um, but I just, you know, wrote something like, you know, hey, if you're eating your breakfast early or, you know, you're getting a midnight snack and all of a sudden you're thinking about, you know, does your business have enough coverage or do you need a certificate of insurance? Then give me a call. And so I was ghostwriting for him. And so, you know, it's real simple, but it's that kind of a situation that, you know, it's, it's kind of drawing in my life experience, but then also you're just really putting yourself in the customer's shoes. And the other, there's another principle that, that plays out well in having hiring someone to come in and do your content or, you know, hiring me specifically is it's hard for us. It's always difficult to edit your own material. And I actually do have an editor I work with. He's my, my secret sauce behind the scenes. So when I work with customers, I actually have a, you know, someone else who will help, you know, edit. Uh, he'll go through, pick out awkward phrases and sentences, clarify some things and boom. Um, and so, uh, you know, I found that to be really helpful. So I can, you know, play that role. So you get, so you're going to get two, two sets of eyes you give your customers in. Yeah, you know, I really do. And um, I found it, uh, you know, very helpful. Um, he's, I also write fiction. And so he's a, my fiction writing partner, but, uh, but he's good at picking out, uh, you know, awkward phrases and, you know, say, hey, why don't you, this sentence, why don't you reverse these two, these two ideas here and there. So it's a little bit extra just oomph to get the best, uh, you know, most readable copy possible and just really improve the customer experience. That seems like a good system. And I think you made some great points. I liked um, when you said deliberate messaging, which is very important. And, and of course, figuring out your why for businesses would be great. So 
if somebody was interested in, in what you do and, and might want some fresh content and some of the different forms you're able to deliver it, how would they get into contact with you, Don? Uh, well, first of all, the, go, you can go to SoCalContentWriting.com, SoCalWriting, SoCalContentWriting.com. That's uh, my new website, and I'm putting up blog posts there, work to do on the site itself. Uh, so SoCalContentWriting.com. Find me on LinkedIn. Great place. Love uh, hanging out there and putting up stuff. And uh, also, I, I like promoting other people, too, is if I can. I like to, to network anyone who I do business with. Um, you know, I like to help them if I can link network them as well. So Don Simkovich on LinkedIn. Um, and then text me. You know, if you want my phone number, um, go ahead, just send me, a, shoot me a text, um, 818-667-1789. And just say, hey, you heard the podcast and you want to know a little bit more and uh, I'd be happy to give you a call. Cool. And do you have any special offers or anything going right now for Make Each Click Count podcast listeners? Uh, yeah, I sure do. Um, one easy uh kind of a piece that uh, I'd be happy to give you uh, in an article in PDF form is an, uh, an easy writing strategy to regularly produce engaging content. So long title, but uh, you know, I just, I have some great tips in there. Uh, so you can get that an easy writing strategy to produce engaging content, some little actionable steps you can put to use right away. If you want to give it a shot also gives you a look into what I do. And then if somebody wants me for a full day, I mean, eight hours, 10 hours, um, a whole day of service, uh, $250, uh, you know, for, for a day, use me to, you know, we can do some strategic planning. I can do some, you know, write a few blog posts out of that, do some comparisons to, you know, what you have in your industry and give you an idea and, you know, write up some content and maybe headlines to show you what a fresh, you know, fresh website could look like. Uh, you know, or maybe if you want to do some copywriting for some postcards, you know, brochures, that sort of thing. So it, it could actually could get quite a bit done. So a full day for $250. Um, and then you can also just uh, uh, email me at uh, dsimkovich at gmail.com and get an easy writing strategy to produce engaging con uh, content. Okay, cool. And for those who might have a hard time spelling it, that's T-S-I-M-K-O-V-I-C-H, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm sure a lot of people will have no T. <laughs> yes, so letter D as in Don D, and then S-I-M as in Michael, K-O-V as in Victor, I-C-H, at gmail.com. All right, well, that sounds like a, a great offer for those that would be interested in it. So that is it for today. Remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. And if you're looking for fresh, unique content that you can reach out to, to Don, either through the different methods he just mentioned or within the Make Each Click Count Facebook group. Don has just joined the Make Each Click Count Facebook group. So if you have questions for him, feel free to go ahead and ask him in there as well. So remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to do it faster are members of the Academy of Internet Marketing. Join our private Facebook group. 
Make each click count or send us an email to info at trueonlinepresence.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing. 